Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. You ready? Good. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the T3Fit Scoliosis Podcast. On today's episode, we have Anne Hintz. She has scoliosis, and she's going to talk about her story and her journey from the time of birth up until the present of her journey with scoliosis. So, Anne, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Absolutely. Tell us from the beginning. <laughs> okay. So I was actually born with my right foot up against my right shin. Okay. So the first six weeks of life, I had physical therapy, which released that. And then I was actually adopted. I was handed over for adoption into a family that didn't seem like they knew that. They didn't okay. know that it happened. Okay. So I actually had no idea. I didn't know it had happened at all until I met my birth mother when I was 17. Wow. Okay. So I didn't really have any remnants from that as such. I occasionally had pain on that the nerve cluster on the top of the right foot. Okay. But I think that's probably where the scoliosis started from. Okay. Somehow. Um, so I was clearly pretty twisted as a child. You can see it in my photos. It's so obvious. But okay. no one, no one said anything. No okay. One did anything and it wasn't until I was actually in my 20s I, I moved out to California when I was 21 from England okay and started I noticed to... a bit of an accent <laughs> yeah it's a mid-Atlantic accent okay <laughs> <laughs> and I started going to see a chiropractor and that's when I found out oh I actually got scoliosis so I didn't know what it was before that and and you didn't have any pain I mean did you you obviously with your foot there was some abnormalities, but nothing else that was noticeable to you, like when you would look at your friends or your family. And no, I mean, maybe it was okay. It was okay. so obvious when you look at photos now, uh -huh. so obvious, but no one ever said anything. Okay. It wasn't pointed out. So okay. Okay. I did. I did have some back pain. Um, okay. That's why I went to the chiropractor. Okay. And. Um, she at the time said, well, you will always have to go to a chiropractor. Okay. Um, so I thought that was surprising at the time, but I, I had no intention of allowing that to be the case. But, right. Um, so things kind of stabilized over a while with, okay. I guess, chiropractic. I did have x-rays that showed mm -hmm. there was definitely a curve there, um, but I didn't really do anything else about it. Okay. So I went on with life and when I was in my mid 30s, late 30s, mm -hmm. I started, I had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at school. My mind just started spinning over and over everything that happened and I couldn't let it go. Okay. And I realized at that point, okay, well, maybe I need to look at some of my childhood issues. 
because I actually had a lot of trauma throughout childhood with alcoholic parents and okay. teasing okay. And, and bullying and all sorts of things. So that's where I started my inner journey. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll, I'll just talk you through what I did because it gets to the physical later on. So okay. I, I use this technique called EFT, which okay. is short for emotional freedom technique. Okay. It's also called tapping. So I started tapping on all my childhood memories, all emotional memories, all the traumas. Okay. And I found my mind becoming quieter and more peaceful, which was really nice. (laughs) But I also became aware at a deeper level. I had a lot of resistance in me, like a lot of triggers, right? People Mm -hmm. couldn't talk to me about different things because Mm -hmm. they triggered me. So I found that that was releasing and I became more aware. So I became aware of my emotions. And mm-hmm. then at a deeper level, every emotion has a set of physical sensations. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we're looking at someone who's angry, we can see that they're angry just by the way they're holding themselves. Yeah. Right? So it's tension inside of yeah. our bodies. So I became aware of those tensions, the physical sensations. Mm-hmm. And I would focus on them, hold my attention on them. I call it feeling your feelings. Okay. And I would notice that it would shift and it would let go. So then I would do it over and over again with the same thoughts. I would let go of the emotions or the physical sensations attached to that thought. So mm-hmm. then the thought became free. Mm-hmm. So I would do this more and more. Then I would work with um, collective traumas at this point, like 9-11 or the Loma Prieta earthquake I was in. I would bring all those feelings to back into my body feel the sensations and let go and as I did that more and more my awareness expanded right so it started it was like I had this barrier and -hmm. then it became closer and closer to the body so I became aware of the physical sensations Mm -hmm. but at some point during this journey I actually found I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had released now I know this is weird I'd never heard of it before I didn't really know what I was doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I started playing with it and seeing what I could do. And I noticed Mm -hmm. I could find tension on the inside or no tension. So the way I kind of explain this is imagine you have a toothache or a stomach ache. Uh You can feel where that pain is coming from. Okay. But once the the pain is gone, once the toothache or the stomach ache is gone, you can't really put your your mind or your awareness back on that place anymore because pain is gone. Right. I could, I could keep my awareness inside my body. Okay. So I started playing around. It's like, where can I move my awareness? So I would move it around and find a place with tension mm-hmm. and hold my awareness on it. And I would found, find that it would dissipate. So I would do this over and over again. And at some point I was actually working in my lower right abdomen at the time. Mm-hmm. And there was a place that had, um, almost resistance to it it felt like there was something there but like I didn't want to go there it it was really kind of weird almost like a black hole it was like pushing me away but I I put my awareness on it Mm -hmm. long enough that it opened up this whole next level of awareness and I could actually I actually became aware of all the tension in the connective tissue all the way up my left my right leg Uh across across my body and into my left cheek right and I realized that that was the tension that had been left in the connective tissue from that work in the first six weeks of life interesting and it had been 
it had been there inside of me for all these decades that I had not been aware of it okay so almost I'd, like suffocating inside of you kind of like it was just like like, like not like hard clay kind of like um just tension okay tension uh tightening all okay. the way mm -hmm. up through the leg right okay. so I actually think that that's that's why I think that the scoliosis started maybe with my foot because I could feel that tension pulling my hip down okay. like okay. out of alignment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and so then all the way up to my cheek so I kept working with this like feeling it and releasing mm -hmm. it and feeling mm -hmm. it and releasing it eventually I was able to put my awareness inside my head now it took okay. many many months to get to this place okay but once I got my awareness inside my head I had so much pain and the forces pulling my bones out mm -hmm. of alignment were just out of this world. I couldn't believe that I had lived 50 years at this point without the awareness that all this pain and tension lived inside of my head because mm -hmm. it had been there all along. Right. And I just became now aware of it at this deeper level. So okay. I just kept working with it, right? I'd put my awareness on it. It would shift. I'd do it again and again. So over time... <laughs> I actually would feel my skull bones relax into a more, what I now know is a more aligned position. Okay. Because I was releasing that tension. Okay. When you were doing this and you talk about the alignment, did you, so you're, I always find this so interesting and we talk about this a lot in the scoliosis world. You're used to standing a certain way. So when you aligned yourself, did you feel as though you weren't standing upright or normal? Absolutely. Everything okay. has to shift, right? Make one little shift in the, in the head and everything else has to shift, sure. right? Yeah. So yeah, the hips shifted and, you know, a huge part of this is this enormous amount of pain and tension in my left cheek. Okay. So at this point, I'm still not entirely sure where it started from okay it certainly was not my back that's one thing I know it's either the tension in my cheek or my foot is I believe where the scoliosis started and it's the the forces of those pulling mm -hmm. the connective tissue which I think pulled the bones in my back out of alignment I've never heard anything like this so I'm like really taking this in have you have you come across other people who have gone through this as well or are you just you're <laughs> no, the that, first you're starting that's why, the journey. <laughs> that's why i'm sharing this story because i okay. want other people to know okay. i mean i had those x-rays taken last year and i've got yeah. one since 2013 mm -hmm. so to see that we can change our bones just with our focused awareness i didn't know that was possible before okay. but i now know right because my eye sockets have aligned my okay. jaw was way off to the side, which was probably part of that pain in my cheek mm -hmm. and is now more in the center. And my neck is way straighter than it was. And I've grown half an inch as a 55 year old. So, right, it, it will make a huge or it can make a huge difference. How, how long did it take you to grow that yeah, amount? That, of, how, well, that's was kind the, of funny, isn't it? Right. We don't measure ourselves as adults. <laughs> right yeah usually so, we measure ourselves and we're going in the opposite direction we're not right <laughs> so maybe it's been you know maybe up to 10 years since I was I mean I was measured a few weeks ago by my son but before okay. that it, 
it had been years. So I okay. don't know how long. Okay. That. And how long have you been on this journey? Well, I started in my late 30s, maybe around okay. 38, and I'm 55 now. Okay. And prior to this, you said you had back pain, correct? Yeah. I mean, I went to chiropractors off and on. Okay. Okay. Over the years, I haven't recently, my actually, actually have my own built-in chiropractor now, right? I'll release some tension and my body will just, it'll just crack. It will just release that. Okay. So tension. when you, so when you release, when you talk about releasing the tension, can you explain to us a little bit what that is like? Like you're, I mean, we're doing zoom, so I can see you putting your hand towards your left cheek, but can you explain that to us in words as to how you do that? Right. So I believe every step along the way, it's actually releasing tension inside, right? So even when I was working with EFT mm -hmm. and tapping out my traumas, mm -hmm. I believe that was releasing tension inside in the connective tissue, okay. right? Even then with the feeling, the feelings and just allowing those sensations to be felt, that is also releasing at the physical level, right? So now I'm at this deeper level and I, I just, I feel on the inside. So I'm sensing on the inside. I tend to use my fingers. It kind of magnifies um, okay. the power okay. somehow. Okay. But, but it, imagine like sensing what is the, what is the tip of your right big toe feel like? Can you feel mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Right. So I would just feel the tip of my right big toe. Can okay. I, I would hold my attention on it. Okay. And it would release. So I'm doing that, but I'm doing that on the inside. Okay. And but to begin with, we're not aware, right? When I started this, I was not aware of those physical sensations. And I mm -hmm. certainly was not aware of the, the these tensions on the inside. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure that you could go straight to that unless you have pain, right? If you actually have active pain, right. you could put your attention on it and hold the attention on it. Uh-huh until it shifts until it's a release and then do it again and again and again and and how many so i i have two questions but how many times so when you when you do this when you practice this how many times a day do you do it or do you like do you do it three times a week or how what's what's this what's the scheduling of this <laughs> right well i when i started with the eft mm -hmm. i would do it during the day when i felt emotional right okay. so it was wasn't very often but I went and did all my childhood traumas for about, I worked on one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. Okay. And then with the feeling of feelings, whenever I felt emotional, I would feel them. And it became more and more often because I became more aware of when I was feeling emotional. Mm -hmm. And it also feels really good to let go of old tension. I mean, yeah. it just feels good. So it was fun yeah. to do, right? But now I do it maybe a yeah, hundred or more times a day just because I can do it so easily now I just do okay. it when I'm watching tv I'm okay. doing when I'm doing dishes I'm doing when I'm walking yeah so for you it's like for, for you it's like as and if any other person is like taking a sip of whatever they're drinking they're just like take a sip and you can just do it like that that quickly. absolutely okay. yeah yeah and and I'm really curious can you share with us what it's what is the feeling like when you're talking about the connective tissue release how <laughs> yeah. does that feel that's a good question yeah so when i when i managed to get my awareness in my head 
Mm -hmm. right? I'm actually closer to my ears, which sounds just such a funny thing to say, but I'd released enough tension that at some point I actually heard and felt something release. And it sounded and it felt like old fabric ripping. And that's okay. when I looked it up, I realized it's an adhesion in the connective tissue that is releasing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was I, I a little have, scary. I have, to take this, I have to take this in because like, <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, when you say release and when you feel something release for me, it's like, I mean, when I have tension, I have tension in my lower back as many people do. And I release and I can just get a little bit of a, uh, like a little stretch. And sometimes I'll hear a little, and I'm like, Oh, that felt so good. <laughs> so, so that's, that's my, my tension, you know, on the, on the surface, I'm going to say. Um, but that just like, wow. Yeah. That, it was a little scary the first time, right? Yeah. I didn't actually know if I was hurting myself or doing yeah. something wrong, yeah. but I was just releasing tension on the inside. So I knew I couldn't be doing anything wrong. Okay. So I just kept doing it. And then it happened more and more often. So it's almost exponential, right? The way it's, it's gone, you start releasing things and as things loosen up, they will release faster and faster. Yeah. And you can just turn it on like that. Yeah. Now I couldn't to begin with, Right. Okay. I, I, I used to when I was laying on the sofa and doing the feeling, the feelings work, I used to fall asleep almost instantly. But my ability to focus increased over time. Okay. And my almost my my control of my body, my, my control of my breathing okay. has increased over time. And and why did you fall asleep so quickly when you were doing the releasing? That's a good question. And was I it, don't know. Okay. Okay. Because I'm just thinking from what you're saying, it sounds like such an intense experience in the beginning that the body requires so much focus that when the actual release happens, you just get exhausted. Yeah, it, it could well have been that. Okay, that's you just know? my interpretation. Yeah. I could be totally wrong on this because I release in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> and so you... So you've grown a half an inch with all of this happening. And you're, as you said, you're 55 now. And do you know what your curves are? Where do you know what your curves were when you started this? And do you know what they are now? I did know when I started it, I have some old x-rays still. I haven't looked at them in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what it is now. Okay. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I can see from those photos and from the x-rays how straight Okay. My neck is comparatively, and I know it's, you know, I had those x-rays taken last year and I know yeah. so much has shifted since yeah. then even. And, and how is, how is, it sounds like, I feel like I'm asking such an easy question, but such an easy question for everybody is a very different answer. How has life changed for you through this process? So, so much. Um, it's, you know, it's a lightening of the burden, right? I felt really heavy yeah. in my 20s and 30s because mm -hmm. I was holding so much in, mm -hmm. right? Which I now know is energy, right? I was holding a lot of energy in. Mm -hmm. So as you release that burden, it get, you get lighter. I feel lighter, right? And more bouncy. It's easier to laugh. It's easier okay. to smile. Um, as I am more peaceful on the inside, I attract more peace around me on the outside, yeah. right? So life itself is better. I'm more peaceful, and happy in the moment, right? I enjoy my days, whatever happens. Okay. Um, so um, 
the more awareness we have on the inside of us, the more awareness we have on the outside of us. Mm -hmm. So I see the reasons why things are happening outside of me. I can Mm -hmm. understand the energy exchange more than Mm -hmm. I ever could. One of the fun things that, um, that I really enjoy sharing, not because I'm a singer at all, because I'm not a singer, but I know that our skull is our echo chamber for our voice. So I used to not be able to sing particularly okay. well. I used to mm-hmm. love to sing in the car, mm-hmm. but but there were some notes that I couldn't even get to, right? Some okay. middle notes because I had so much tension in my head. So as that is released, I can actually sing different notes than I could before. And I love singing now in the car and you know the shower. You have the windows open in California. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I no. wouldn't I wouldn't be that courageous either. <laughs> So that's just a fun thing, right? Yeah. I mean, anyone could experience that. Yeah. But even to understand that's why, um, to me, was fun. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of the skull being the echo chamber. Um, and it's funny because I, I have a lot of uh, theater in my life, or I did growing up. And there was some singing involved, but um, it was kind of in the background of my family, not directly. But it's interesting. I, I'm always open to hearing new things. And that's a really interesting concept for for me to take in and just say oh because I can pass that on even to people who don't have scoliosis who sing right so or someone who doesn't sing because they don't have a good voice (laughs) or somebody who wants to sing but doesn't know how right (laughs) have have you practiced this this um what would you call it what you do what what's what's the verbiage that you use release work is what okay have you practiced this release work with anyone else or do you know anyone else who has scoliosis i do know one person who has scoliosis and she has done the tapping work okay i have one friend who does not have scoliosis who has managed to get inside has been able to feel inside Mm -hmm. and has made a major change in a physical ailment that she had okay. um but i don't know anyone who's actually done all the steps okay as, that, anyone who had as much will to change as i did okay okay and but um i just lost my question so you would say that this practice can also even go beyond scoliosis it's not specifically designated for scoliosis right but anybody I, that has any kind of trauma and needs to release it. Yeah, and then I think most of us don't realize, right? We're not aware of the tension that we store inside. I was not aware of most of this that I store mm-hmm. inside, okay. but I can see it on the inside now, right? I can sense it, there's tension or there's no tension, there's darkness or light. So all we need to do is find the darkness, which is dis-ease on the inside. Mm-hmm. So this work is releasing the dis-ease that we have inside of us. Did you ever look at pictures of you from your past and say, wow, I had so much tension then and I look at myself now and it's completely gone? Yeah, well, it hasn't completely gone. I'm still working. Okay, okay. (laughs) Almost. It's on its way out. (laughs) I'm working at the level of the bones and the tooth roots, right? We we use that phrase, let's get to the root of it or Mm -hmm. we find the root of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on my tooth roots and wondering okay. what's going to change as a result of that, right? Because I believe that's where our subconscious programming happens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I'm going to need time to take, I, this is so new. It's, 
it's new in a way for me to hear related to scoliosis, but I find it really interesting because of what you've been able to accomplish practicing it on your own body and getting, pun intended, the growth that you have. Because right, none of it, the physical changes were not my goal. My yeah. original goal was inner peace. That's what I was searching for. And okay. it was just the physical changes were just, uh, you know, a nice side effect. That That's, wow. Okay. That, yeah, that's like, that's the cherry on top of the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've been practicing this, you said you started in your 30s. Yeah. And you've, been practice, and you've been practicing 20 plus years. Yeah, a little under, but yeah, as I said, okay. I, I think it gets exponentially, it gets okay. easier and easier to do. And you started practicing once you came to the States? Well, uh, I came to my, the States when I was 21, so it wasn't okay. until I was in my late 30s, okay. that, but okay. that's when I found out about EFT. Okay. Interesting, interesting. And tell me, what else would you like to share with everybody listening to the show? Okay. Well, we have this amazing power within us. <laughs> I want people to know that we have this power. We often think that things are happening outside of us, right? We, we blame politics or division or the news, but our part of any of that is how we feel about it. And we can change how we feel about it, right? If we're watching the news and we're feeling frustrated or angry, mm -hmm. we can let it go by tapping or feeling those feelings and let that energy flow out of us and come back to peace. Mm -hmm. Because then if we're at peace, that's what we're attracting into our future. So I believe that we can actually change the world with this work. If we change ourselves to let go of our past and come to peace, that's what we will attract into the future. We need a lot of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the world, the world, it's almost afraid you don't want to say anything too soon because the minute you say something, something else is going to pop up and there's, right. but we don't think we have any control of it over yeah. it. And we do yeah. by doing this work and changing yeah. ourselves. And for anybody who's listening, who has scoliosis in particular, because that's what this show is about. What is something that you would like to say to that individual who feels frustrated or lost? or looking, looking for a direction to go in? What is something that you would say to them and this journey that you started on 20 plus years ago? Well, I would say one of the most interesting parts of it is realizing that it really wasn't, it didn't start with my spine. It started somewhere else, either in my head or in my foot and so I believe it's the connective tissue, it's the fascia that we need to work on, mm -hmm. right? So I'm working on that through the inside, right? Through the emotions and the feelings. Mm -hmm. But there are other ways you can work on the connective tissue. There's a, there's a couple of um, things out there that you can use. I, I've heard of block therapy. I haven't actually okay. used it yet, but okay. I know that works specifically on the fascia. Okay. And, I, and I know they've had success with scoliosis. So block like a block b-l-o-c-k yeah b-l-o-c-k okay. okay yes so that's working on the connective tissue so yeah I, I would okay so just to explore all other opportunities before going directly i'm going to say to the source but not really the source right yeah and okay. definitely yeah maybe learn eft and actually work through your traumas because it's not going to harm you 
right? It's only going to do good. Yeah, that that in itself, I think, is a gift because with scoliosis, I know from my journey, it started when I was like nine years old, 10 years old, and being diagnosed and the word alone. And I'm you and I are about the same age. And at, at that time in the States, it was very dark. It was like, I only, I only knew one other person who had scoliosis, but we didn't know what it was, you know, and, and it was the scare tactics that the orthopedics used at that time was like, you need a brace. You're going to have to be, have a plaster cast. Your, your curves don't get better. You're, uh, you're going to have to have surgery. And that has still, you know, it's still a dark time for me with my story. And it, 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 it's a definite trigger. It's a definite trigger. Right. So if you work that out, if you did that with EFT, right, and with EFT, you do it over and over again. It's yeah. very simple to learn, very simple to do. You mm -hmm. just do it over and over until it's no longer a dark time, until it's yeah. just a story. It's just words. But you'd also want to look at what happens like in the year or the six months prior to the diagnosis, right? There'll often be some traumatic event that happens. Yeah. Uh, an injury, right? The I death. Got, I got a whole list. Okay. I got so a whole would, list. Right. So you I mean, would have... work through those because yeah. those, those pull us out of alignment. And again, one more time, tell us what you would like to share with anybody who is listening about working with these energies and the connective tissues and their scoliosis what if if you could tell your younger self something what would that be okay i like that question it would be to know that emotions and memories are just stuck energy inside of us and we can let them go right the energy is pulling us out of alignments and they want to be gone, right? The energy doesn't want to stay inside of us. It wants to find a way out so we can let it out. And then we have freedom. And freedom is good. And I would like to thank you for being a guest on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. If anybody has any questions for Anne, uh, I'm going to say this. And if I'm incorrect, she's going to correct me. You can find her on Anne Hints, H-I-N-C-E wisdom that is her page on facebook correct correct okay if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to her there and Anne, i would like to thank you for being a guest on the show thank you it's been really good if you like this episode chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too so it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.